But the title of the sermon this morning is called Even If. Even If. There's a beautiful song that we're going to sing after the sermon that's titled Even If. But, um, you know, through our disappointments, through our pain and through our adversities, through our affliction, it is just moments like that that can either break our faith or it's something that can strengthen us and get us more on fire for the Lord. We often say that those fire, the times of fire, the times of when you're going through that furnace is either going to melt you and destroy you or it's going to bring you out hotter than before. And the only time it can bring you out hotter than before is if we just are fully surrendered to the Lord saying, God, in these disappointments, in this pain that I'm going through, in this suffering, in these journeys marked with pain, I'm going to allow you to work in my heart and I'm going to grow in my love for you. And so we often think of all these storms, these storms that come in. And you know the story where Jesus was in the boat with his disciples and in the storm, Jesus fell asleep and he was there lying relaxed and calm. And it often is such a, a, a weird picture because the storm is when his disciples are frantically running around shouting and screaming. They've got this raging circumstance around them, but here is Jesus just asleep in the storm. And he's just lying there calm and peaceful. And his disciples shout at him saying, Jesus, don't you care? We're going to drown. And that's when Jesus comes and he calms the storm. He says, you have little faith. And I think these storm times that we're going through are time for us to rest in Jesus, to be with him and to get to experience him more than ever before. Be close to him and know that he's right there with us in the storm. Many times we are, we, we're praying for peace in the storm. And this is what often happens in our lives as Christians is we do, we pray for, and my prayer most of the time in, in these Crazy times and these kinds of storms is, Lord, calm the storm. That's my first prayer. Lord, calm the storm. Settle it, Lord. And I think it's not a bad prayer to pray. And I think we should pray it. But I think what we've got to be learning to pray more is, Lord, may I see you in the storm. May I enjoy your presence in the storm. I'm not going to enjoy the storm necessarily. But may I enjoy your presence in the storm that I'm facing right now. May I feel you. May I sense you. May my heart be at rest with you in this storm. I don't want to go into examples, but I know that many of you have gone through some tough times recently, losing people um, and others going through some difficult financial times. Someone else was robbed this, this, this week at gunpoint um, at a garage. Um, we, we had a circumstance here even on Tuesday morning, and I, and I was thinking, do I share it or not? And I thought I will share it. Is Tuesday morning, I think it was Tuesday morning at 1 a.m. or Monday morning at 1 a.m. Monday morning, 1 a.m. We uh, had our alarms go off, the beams of the tent here go off, and I thought, okay, no, you know, we've had a lot of those false alarms, the cat or a bunny or something sets off the, the beam. And so I said to the security, don't worry about it. If it happens again, then call again, or we'll press a panic button. And about 15 minutes later, it went off again, this beam here, catching this side of the tent. And I sat up and our window's up here, just overlooking this side of the tent. And I sat up and I looked out the window here and I saw a set of legs go past. And I thought, did I see right? Because it's now 1 a.m. and I'm obviously, did I see right? And then I saw a second person, a third person, a fourth and a fifth. 
walking right past you because they got caught by this beam and I thought, oh goodness. And so, you know how it is, anxiety, kind of fear grips your heart quickly and you get that sick feeling in your stomach. And uh, quickly, obviously, our security called us and we told them to come out and we just, we just prayed. Because in it you can make all your plans, but you don't know what's going to actually take place. And so we just prayed and we had to trust God for His peace in the storm, in that circumstance, because um, you don't know what it will lead to. And so whatever you're going through in this time is to pray. Nothing wrong with praying for the storm to subside, to calm, um, for the storm to change. But there's also something beautiful about praying for the never-changing Jesus to be found in the storm. And that's something to, to often ask God for. Is Lord, in this rough circumstance right now, I pray that I'll just find you, who's the Prince of Peace the God of love in this storm, and that you would comfort us and build us in this time. You know, there's a beautiful, famous story that many of us heard from when we were in children's church, and it's on the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And this is why the title of the sermon is called Even If. Even If. And you'll see where I get it from. And uh, some of the songs that follow, the worship songs that follow, are going to tie into this. Verse 16 because I assume you know the story, I'm just going to pick out one or two things. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able, look at some of the key words here, is able to deliver us from it. And he will, I love the faith here, they say, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. And here's the key. But even if, even if he does not, even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. I love that. And I often get encouragement in that is that, isn't that really what faith is about? That no matter what you go through and no matter how, rough the circumstances are. We're often praying, God, deliver us from the storm. God, set us free. God, help us. Calm the storm. We should then pray, but God, even if you don't, my faith and my heart will not be shaken. My faith and my heart will not be shaken. I will not turn away from you. I will not leave you. Let me tell you, we are in a an era of Christianity, and maybe it's always been like this, but there's an era of Christianity that also has this mindset that if God doesn't come through and change my circumstance because I'm praying for it, then I'm going to walk away and I'm not going to trust God anymore. And I think many times in our lives it does happen because our flesh is weak. Our flesh is weak. And so we'll often pray to the Lord and we'll say, God, please, you need to come through now. God, you need to bring this financial breakthrough because we suffer and we've got no food on the table. Lord, change this circumstance because we can't take it anymore and often what happens is a few more weeks or a few more months will pass and you still find yourself in that really difficult thing and you see no change at all and then that's when many people question the goodness of God and they wrestle with God and we can easily blame God we can easily get angry at God and turn away from him 
and walk away and start trusting someone else or looking at other alternatives. And I want to encourage you this morning that in these times, in these times, you can find God. And you should find God. You should learn to depend on Him and find Him, the God of peace, in these very difficult times. It makes me think of Psalm 23 verse 4, our famous psalm, and it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I often look at that, and it stands out for me in a very different way. Even though, that's what David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So he's saying, I'm not going to be pulled out of the shadow, the valley of the shadow of death. He says, even when I'm walking through that valley of the shadow of death, that, break, that time that's busy breaking me, that looks so dark, even though I walk through that, I will feel no evil. And he says, I will feel no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This is where David kind of is explaining to us that through this valley of evil and pain and sorrow, he's basically saying, my soul will be well because God will comfort me. He will protect me. And so my soul will be well, even though my circumstance is maybe not good. Psalm chapter 34 verse 19 says many. Unfortunately, there's that word many in that. I don't like to read that when I read that scripture. But many, many, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. So you may be going through it. God may not always stop us from going through these days. But at some point, He's going to bring us out of them. At some point, God is going to deliver us from these afflictions. And so if you're going through this time now, and maybe something's really causing a lot of pressure over your faith and over your life, know that God is with you. He's going to be right by your side. He's going to walk with you. I always think of the story of Lazarus. Remember when Lazarus passed away, when he passed away and you know, it was the story when disciples came running to Lazarus and they said, quickly, send Jesus. And it was when Jesus heard this news. The Bible says that he stayed two more days. They sent for Jesus because they knew Jesus could heal him. So their faith was in Jesus. They said, you know what, Jesus, if Jesus comes now, Lazarus will not die. Jesus waits two days and then Lazarus ends up passing away. And then only Jesus comes. And there was great disappointment. And Mary said, Jesus, if you were here sooner. But what happens is, what I found so beautiful in this passage, is Jesus sees the pain of, the, of Martha and Mary and of Lazarus' family. He sees their pain. And the Bible says in John chapter 11 that Jesus wept with him. Oh, wow, I love, that's all I can hold on to in the tough times, is when we're crying, when we're weeping through these sorrows and these painful times, Jesus weeps with us. He's moved with such great compassion and such great love for us that he never leaves us in that situation. Don't ever think that you're walking through this valley alone. The Lord is walking there with us all the time, and he's there to comfort us, and he's there to give us love and grace to carry us through this time. 
in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4, another scripture that really brings a, a fresh revelation from it says this, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us, and this is what I highlighted in my Bible preparing for this, in all our affliction, in all, many are the afflictions of the righteous. God comforts us in all of our affliction. All we've got to do is turn to him and find him in the storm. Like the disciples did in the boat. Find him, the Prince of Peace, at rest in the boat. Turn to the Lord Jesus and find him. Seek him with all your heart. Find him there and you will see his presence touch your heart and touch your soul. I often think there's that beautiful song and we're going to sing something similar to that. You know, in everything that you're going through, you can still sing, it is well with my soul. No matter what you're facing, no matter what sickness or disease, no terminal illness or loss or pain in your life, you can always sing, it is well with my soul. Because our spirits are steadfast in God. We've been reborn and we have the presence of the Holy Spirit with us. And so, you know, what I find here with the story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego is God didn't save them from the circumstance. That's what we're often praying is we're saying, God, save me from going through this. God didn't save Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego from going in to the fiery furnace. But only once they were in the furnace did God reveal himself and show up. And did they see that fourth man in the fire? And I think sometimes we've got to be a little more patient and have that long suffering and know when you're in the furnace, that's when God will sometimes reveal himself in a way you would have never experienced if you didn't go into that fiery furnace. And so we may find God, find God in those times. Daniel chapter 3 verse 24 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement. And he asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? And they replied, certainly your majesty. And he said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like the son of the gods. There's that beautiful picture. And so maybe this morning, I want you to close your eyes as you Maybe going through whatever you're going through. Or be aware of others who are going through pain and loss and suffering. And pray. Pray for those around. Paul always encourages us to pray for the church. And to pray for one another. That we will be strengthened in our faith. Lord, we come and we come to find you in our storm. We come to find you and we come to hear your voice speaking to us out of great love and compassion that you care and you love us no matter what we face. And so this morning, Lord Jesus, we turn to you as the Prince of Peace and we acknowledge that, Lord God, we sometimes stumble and fall. We sometimes tend to blame you, to get angry at you, to blame you when it's maybe not you to blame, when it's the fallen world or sickness or disease or pain or suffering that is not from you. When, as Joseph said about his brothers in his circumstance, that even... The plans of the enemy that come to destroy or kill, you use them, you turn them for our good. And so, Lord, we acknowledge that even what maybe the enemy has intended for harm against us, we know, God, that you are faithful and just 
and that you will use these and you will reveal yourself to us in and through these times. And so, Lord, you may not, we understand that you may not orchestrate a lot of the pain and the suffering we're going through. You may not be the one at all orchestrating the terminal illness. You're not allowing us, you're not wanting us to go through this. But Lord, in it, when you see us going through this, you weep. You have great love and compassion to strengthen us and to carry us through these times. And so Lord, we understand that you're a good father. A father of love and a father of grace. A father of great mercy and compassion. And so Lord, we can turn to you with all hope. With all hope. Saying that Lord, in you we put our trust. We have all hope in you, Jesus. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing back. Stood on this stage night after night Reminding the broken it'll be alright But right now, oh right now I just can't It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring me down But what will I say? When I'm held to the flame like I am right now I know you're able and I know you can Save through the fire with your mighty hand But even if you don't My hope is you alone They say it only takes a little
It is a 